ಭಗವಾನ್ ತ್ರಿಲೋಕ ಮನೋಹರ ಅನುಭಾವ Oh you who are perceived as the most beautiful within the three worlds Tava of you Eva certainly Vibhutaya the expansions of energy Ditija Danuja Adaya the demoniac sons of diti and the danavas another type of demon cha and api also the human beings tesham of all of them ubakrama samayaha the time of enterprise i am this yes iti das so atma maya by your own energy sura nara mruga mishrita jala chara aakriti bhi sura nara with different forms like those of the demigods human beings animals mixtures and aquatics the incarnations vamana lord ramachandra krishna varaha hayagriva narsimha matsya and kurma yatha aparadham according to their offenses dandam 
पनिशमेंट दंड धरा और सुप्रीम चेस्टेस दधर्था यू अवार्डेड एवं दस एनम दिस वन प्रत्राशिरा अभी आल्सो भगवान ओ सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड है जही किल त्वाष्ट्रम द सन ऑफ त्वाष्टा उता इंडीड यदि मन्य से इफ यू थिंक इट प्रॉपर ओ लॉर्ड ओ पर्सोनिफाइड थ्री वर्ल्ड फादर ऑफ द थ्री वर्ल्ड ओ स्ट्रेंथ ऑफ द थ्री वर्ल्ड इन द फॉर्म ऑफ द वामना इनकारनेशन ओ थ्री आइड फॉर्म ऑफ नरसिम्हदेव ओ मोस्ट ब्यूटीफुल पर्सन विद इन द थ्री वर्ल्ड everything and everyone including human beings and even daitya demons and the danavas is but an expansion of your energy oh supremely powerful one you have always appeared in your forms as the various incarnations to punish the demons as soon as they become very powerful you appear as lord vamanadev lord rama and lord krishna you appear sometimes as an animal like lord bo sometimes a mixed incarnation like lord narsimhadev and lord hayagriva and sometimes an aquatic like lord fish and lord tortoise assuming such various forms you have always punished the demons and danavas we therefore pray that your lordship appear today as another incarnation if you so desire to kill the great demon vritrasura purport by his time grace as bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupa shila prabhupa ki there are two kinds of devotees known as sakama and akama pure devotees are akama whereas devotees in the upper planetary systems such as the demigods are called sakama because they still want to enjoy material opulence because of their pious activities the sakama devotees are promoted to the higher planetary systems but at heart they still desire to lord it over the material resources the sakama devotees are sometimes disturbed by the demons like demons and rakshasas but the lord is so kind that he always serves them by appearing as an incarnation the lord's incarnations are so powerful that lord vamanadev covered the entire universe with two steps and therefore had no place for his third step the lord is called trivikrama because he showed his strength by delivering the entire universe with his with merely three steps The difference between sakama and akama devotees is that when sakama devotees like the demigods fall into difficulty they approach the supreme personality of god for relief whereas akama devotees even in the greatest danger never disturb the lord for material benefits even if an akama devotee is suffering he thinks that this is due to his past impious activities and agrees to suffer the consequences 
he never disturbed the Lord. Sagamar devotees immediately pray to the Lord as soon as they are in difficulty, but they are regarded as pious because they consider themselves fully dependent on the mercy of the Lord. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.8 Tate nukampam susamekshamano bhunjana evatmakritam vipakam Hridvagva buddhir vidadhan namaste jivetayo muktipade sadaya bhag Even by suffering, in the midst of difficulties, devotees simply offer their prayers and service more enthusiastically. In this way, they become firmly fixed in devotional service and eligible to return home back to Godhead without a doubt. Sakama devotees, of course, achieve from the Lord the results they desire from their prayers, but they do not immediately become fit to return to Godhead. It is to be noted here in that Lord Vishnu, in his various incarnations, is always the protector of his devotees. Srila Madhvacharya says, Vividham bhava patravat sarve vishnoho vibhodeha. Krishna is the original personality of Godhead. Krishna to Bhagavan Swayam or other, all the other incarnations proceed from Lord Vishnu. Om Jnana Timiranthasya Jnana Janasalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manopishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamakyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padagamadam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhanitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanjana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhana Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchagat Padarubhisya Kripa Sindhu Pevacha Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Namo Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Jai Danya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadha Shri Vasadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Bhudair Mahathir Yai Mahapuro Vibhu Nirmaya Shetaya Damusha Puru 
पुरुष भुंक्ते गुणाशोडशोडजात्मक सोलंग कृषिष्ठ भगवान वचामसी में हरे कृष्णा हियर द डेमिगॉड्स आर कमिंग टू द पॉइंट कमिंग टू द कंक्लूशन व्हाट दे वांट सो फार दे ग्लोरिफाइड द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड एंड नाउ इन दिस वर्स इंडीड they are glorifying the supreme lord at the same time now they are very clear what they want and they are coming to that point that if it is appropriate please kill the demon vritrasura just as you have done this in various incarnations which are listed in the prayers so we here we can see the series of incarnation sura nara mruga mishrita jalachara aakriti bhihi so it is very clear sura is referring to trivikrama and other incarnation sura in the demigod plans and the lord has appeared in as nara referring to lord ramachandra and and also lord krishna mruga referring to animals just like varahade so uh, yes varahade the boar incarnation then mishrita mishrita is referring to uh, the mixture of human and animal forms so that is mishrita mishrita means mix so that is referring to narsimha dev then which other form hygriva right hygriva <laughs> so that is mishrita <laughs> that's your name <laughs> so it's a mishrita and then uh, jalachara jalachara means aquatics who are jalachara matsya and kurmavata so in this way the demigods have very eloquently listed all different incarnations and when the demons became very powerful all these incarnations killed the demons and that's why it is mentioned here dandam dandadhara danda means punishment and dandadhara means one who can punish or the supreme chastiser as it is translated here so this is the position of the supreme lord when it is required the lord can punish and for that purpose he appears that's the reason uh, in shrimad bhagavatam in the first canto uh, this verse is partially quoted in this purport ete chamsakala kumsa krishnastu bhagavan swayam and the next line is very interesting indrarir vyakulam lokam mridayanti yuge yuge so indrarir vyakulam lokam so the specific reference is to this world when it is being tormented by the demons and the demons are mentioned as indrari the enemies of indra so it's a very <laughs> very clear statement when the 22 incarnations are listed in the beginning of shrimad bhagavatam so very clearly it is presented okay when the world is perturbed by the enemies of indra then the supreme lord appears in various incarnations to protect the demigods and to punish the demons so because he is the supreme chastiser dandadhara as it is mentioned in this prose now this purport is very substantial 
and this purport is very strongly presenting shila prabhupada's mood about pure devotion service so this is given by giving a comparison between the sakama and akama devotees so sakama devotees are devotees who are who have material desires even though they worship the supreme lord and akama do not have any material desires but they purely serve the supreme lord shila prabhupad is on the pure devotional platform and those who are on the pure devotional platform or those who have the wealth of pure devotional service they want to give what they have to everyone so it is not like somebody is rich they don't want to see anyone else rich they want to have a unique position maintained so that's why there is competition between who is the richest number 1 number 2 there will be forbes reviews coming out maybe every 6 months or one year i don't know quarterly whatever and they cannot stand who is the number 1 and number 2 there is a tight competition and envy however pure devotees want to see that everyone comes to the platform of pure devotion service and so shila prabhupad is not compromising at all in any of the purports if we consider vedic literature vedic literature have a lot of sections dedicated for sakama devotees karma kanda sections so it's not all about pure devotion service shrimad bhagavatam is indeed presenting only pure devotion service even though other aspects are discussed when it comes to shila prabhupada and his elaboration on bhagavatam bhagavad gita or any other vedic literature there is only pure devotion service everywhere it is just filled with pure devotion service so if someone asks or if we present a statement to shila prabhupada that look i cannot do this because i am not a pure devotee shila prabhupada often used to pose a rhetorical question why are you not a pure devotee so it was a rhetorical question meaning okay why you know why are you not why are you not coming up to the standard so shila prabhupada's baseline was or baseline is pure devotion service and that we can see in this purport making it very clear for us what is pure devotion service if you think about other sampradayas they often follow varnashram system quite strictly so if somebody is walking to the temple they are not going to speak about okay surrender to krishna sarvatraman parite jamamekam sharanam raja generally they say okay brahmacharya now grahastha go through the family life okay at the stage of vanapra sanyas we can talk about complete surrender unto krishna here anyone walks into the door pretty much we are directing towards pure devotion service may not be the first lecture no may not be the first beginners lecture the initial lectures but pretty much when they start reading bhagavad gita shila prabhupada directly start speaking about pure devotion service there is no adulteration whatsoever so this is the point we are trying to make and indeed we don't mind people joining the temple 
rather we encourage devotees joining the temple and doing full time service it's encourage right from the beginning isn't it whether men or women everybody is encouraged you have to join the temple okay join the temple and do full time service is encourage because we are giving a taste for full time engagement in krishna service or taste what is it like to serve completely krishna it's a training one may not be on that platform but it's a training and that is encouraged for one day i was doing book distribution and i met a muslim boy he was a very nice boy and devotional and he was a practicing muslim and we started discussing a bit of course i didn't want to spend a lot of time because he, i think he took a book can't remember exactly what happened however he was telling their relationship to the supreme lord is they approach the lord for their material desires so that is a natural way of approach, approaching god so i said there is a higher platform that is we serve the lord for his pleasure and we we are not encouraged to list our needs and demands in front of the lord so he he was a bit bewildered he said oh that is uh, that is a very very high platform and in our system that is not being encouraged i i have heard that there are some monks or somebody who is in a live very remotely they are having a very reclusive lifestyle and they may worship like that but in general we don't do that so that is a general understanding of worship of god with material desires that is asha desires all this one can approach the lord out of material desires just like the business transaction that is the beginning stage as bhaktinathago says and of course the next level is out of duty first is transactional then is out of duty which is considered superior lord chaitanya when he visited udupi in south india he met with tattvadis lord chaitanya understood that the tattvadis were proud being vaishnavas so the lord wanted to teach a lesson to them and at the same time he wanted to be very instructive to his followers so the lord engaged in a conversation with the leader of the tattvadis they were vaishnavas there is no doubt about it they were vaishnavas so understanding their pride the lord didn't directly engage in sankirtan rather he initiated a conversation and in that the lord chaitanya accepting a very humble position he asked the following question to the leader of the tattvadis so he asked lord chaitanya asked this is from madhilila of chaitanya charitamrita chapter 9 verse 20 255 sathya sadhana ami na jani phale mate sathya sadhana shrestha janaha amate lord chaitanya said i do not know very well the aim of life so you had to understand who is speaking <laughs> i do not know very well the aim of life and how to achieve it it's a very classic question if you consider uh, the vedic perspective mm. it is a, this is the the classic way of asking a question 
and the answer is also expected to be very systematic so this is called the anubandha chatushtaya so any literature should have the anubandha chatushtaya according to the vedic way of writing meaning there has to be a topic of writing or a topic of discussion and there have to be three explanations which are sambandha abhidaya and prayojana otherwise those who are from the vedic tradition they won't read such a book and engage in a conversation they will tell no, we will not engage in this is, this is not a proper conversation just move on so this is the vedic standard so lord being a vedic scholar he presented the question very clear what is the aim of life and how to achieve it please tell me the best ideal for humanity and how to attain it so in essence he is asking sambandha abhidaya and prayojana so he is you know just coming to the point you know there is no you know beating around the bush because the tattvavadi leader is a vedic scholar and mahaprabhu is the supreme lord <laughs> how can you say he is a scholar he is more than that so here acharya ka hai varnashrama dharma krishna samarpana eh hoye krishna bhakte shreshta sadhana the acharya replied when the activities of the four kas and the four ashramas are dedicated to krishna they constitute the best means whereby one can attain the highest goal of life so this is the answer and then he continued that panchavidha mukti so he told there are mukti or panchavidha we know the five kinds of liberation starting from sayujya salokya samipya sarupya srashti so the five kinds of liberation he explained five kinds of liberation and he said panchavidha mukti pana vaikuntha gamana so he said obtaining this five kinds of liberation and going to vaikuntha that is the whole purpose so he explained the prayojana go to vaikuntha that is the prayojana sathya shreshtha hoy e shastra nirupana okay this is the conclusion of the all shastras so he was also very clear he was also to the point the means is following varnashram and offering the results to the lord and get the five kinds of liberation of course he, he of course didn't accept the first one sayujya that's why he clarified saying that okay vaikuntha gamana going to vaikuntha of course he is very strict regarding uh, mayava being the follower of madhvacharya so you know there is no issue in that regard however the lord contradicted so this looks a very good answer isn't it it's a pretty good answer <laughs> if you think about current standards if somebody can speak like this it's very very glorious right people don't even know i'll tell you one incident not in our temple some other sampradaya and one of our devotees went okay vaishnavas one of our devotees went and the acharya there asked a question to their congregation the question was very simple or he asked couple of questions okay one question he asked was why do you come to temple what is the purpose of coming to the temple so there is a congregation sitting some of them said to, to see the lord but many of them started saying it's a good opportunity to socialize <laughs> it was a genuine answer from the heart okay. <laughs> and this devotee told me the acharya got very frustrated <laughs> and, and this devotee was you know he, he wanted a little bit 
you know to show <laughs> so he gave an answer which was like good answer very he gave a very technical answer he started saying the, the lord is lord has expansions like you know the para leela uh, the 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 chaturvyuha and we cannot access any any of them so we can only access the archa form so that's why we come to the temple and we you know we worship the lord and the acharya clapped his hand <laughs> interesting even a, a normal devotee so devotees are not really normal we had to understand devotees are always special so even a devotee can understand okay there is a purpose you know if who is coming to this contemplate we get an idea what is pure devotion service because prabhu was repeating you know so many times makes it clear so we may not be on that platform at least we can understand objective so lord chaitanya being very instructive to them as well as all his followers he stated that prabhu kahe shastra kahe shravana kirtana krishna prema seva phalena parama sadhana he he also in one verse he established the point no following varnashrama dharma and just offering the results to the lord that is not the purpose purpose is shravanam kirtanam so he is meaning the all items of devotion service the navanga bhakti the navanga bhakti so that is the real purpose that is the real means of achieving the supreme lord the the means is shravanam kirtanam hearing and chanting glorifying the lord it is not just offering the results to the lord this is very instructive and if you read nectar devotion we can understand from rupa goswami and a very beautiful purport by shila prabhupada the difference between karma arpanam and kaingaryam those who are doing bhakti shastra you may know you may have gone through this terms right so karma arpanam is you do your activities according to varnashram not sinful activities whatever is prescribed according to vedic duties and offer the results to the lord that is good that is good but bhakti sadanta mara says that is not even accepted as bhakti bhakti sadanta mara says that is not even accepted as bhakti so in other words the the prominence is not for glorification of the lord prominence is not for serving the lord rather yes offering results to krishna is there but it is no it is more ritualistic it's not out of affection so that's why mahaprabhu is cutting Uh, the argument of this acharya and then he says the aim is not just going to the abode of the lord but it is krishna prem developing love for the lord and here i'll just read an excerpt from the purport it's very very beautiful in this way i'll not read the whole purport some excerpts in this way the tattvavadis established that the execution of the principles of varna and ashram for the sake of krishna is the best way to attain the topmost goal who has presented the same point to lord chaitanya ramanandra right varnashram acharya he quoted that verse and again the lord rejected the tattvavadis thus established the their principle in terms of human society based based on social order no based on transcendental devotion service according to the tattvavadis the highest goal is returning home back to godhead but in sri chaitanya mahaprabhu's opinion the highest goal is attaining love of god head in either in the material world or in the spiritual world this is 258 madhya 
chapter 9 verse 258 so this is a very critical point the objective is not just going back home back to godhead rather it is pure devotion service and pure devotion service if one performs wherever one is that is golagrata that is that is an essential point and here even though prabhu says that one will not be fit to return to godhead this purport see carefully is one who is not immediately become fit to return to godhead one who is a sakama bhakta so fit the fitness is pure devotion service if somebody is a pure devotee one can go back home back to god if krishna desires or if krishna desires that such a devotee should come back and preach that is up to the lord so the point is pure devotion service that's why krishna prema seva bhale parama sadhana so that is the parama the sadhya is ultimately what the pure love of god so this is made it very clear in the teachings of lord chaitanya teachings of shila prabhupada then of course there are uh, nice quotation from bhagavatam this is the beginning of bhagavatam this is not the end of bhagavatam <laughs> right this is the beginning of bhagavatam if you think about it what is that verse anyone knows which verse is that establishing pure devotion service rejecting everything else not not that one dharma exactly your mother <laughs> you can learn do you know that verse dharma prochita very good verse actually dharma prochita kailavotra paramam nirmatsaranam sadam vedyam astavam atra vastu shivadam tavatrayam moolanam shrimad bhagavate mahavani krute kimva paredeshoye sadyo hriti avirudhade atra kriti shushrushibhi tat kshanat you know that yeah Oh, very good. So, dharma prochita kaitava dharma. So, the point is, the kaitava dharma is being prochita, is being rejected completely. This is the second verse of Srimad Bhagavad. After de- defining the subject of Srimad Bhagavad in the first verse, second verse rejects all other cheating religions. So, it is, so it's a very high standard. If you think about what we are awarded with, what we are given and what we may take it for granted it's a very high standard of devotion it's a it's a treasure it is very high standard and that's why completely rejecting all religious activities which are materially motivated so all these prayers are used by shila prabhupada to present pure devotional service so yeah it is it's amazing if you think about and mahaprabhu of course in that conversation uh, goes on explaining further the higher levels of chanting like from the 11th canto in evam rada supriya nama kritya how one chants uh, with complete affection and love for the supreme lord that is the means to obtain the lord and these are actually symptoms of pure devotion service the symptoms of prema bhakti as manifested by uh, lord chaitanya so in the entire teachings of lord chaitanya is presented very concisely by uh, sina chakravarti sina chakravarti and it's a very famous words by sina chakravarti uh, in chaitanya mata manjusha is a very nice verse and it is quoted very often in many places the uh, lord chaitanya's teachings are presented in one verse you may have heard this verse 
आराध्यो भगवान प्रदेश आराध्यो भगवान प्रदेश भगवान प्रदेश गोपीस so this is the highest form of worship of the supreme lord so here in lord chaitanya establishes what is the object of worship where he lives and what is the highest standard of worship that is ramya kanjit upasana prajavadhu vargena ya kalpita then shastram bhagavatam pramanam amalam prema purvartho mahan shastram bhagavatam pramanam the pramana the evidence we had to find in Shrimad Bhagavatam. So that's why there is uh, Shrimad Bhagavatam. And the pramana of Shrimad Bhagavatam is established in Tattva Sandarbha. If you have read other books of Srila Prabhupada a few times, then it's a very nice book to read. That is Tattva Sandarbha. The entire book of Jeeva Goswami is establishing the pramana as Shrimad Bhagavatam. That's the purpose of the book. Establish the position of Shrimad Bhagavatam. It's a very amazing book, I think. very very logical presentation everything as i mentioned earlier everything according to vishaya sambandha abhidaya and prayojana adibandha jyotishaya it based on that the entire book is presented and establish the position of bhagavad and based on that other sandarbhas are written to establish sambandha abhidaya and prayojana so that, that that these are the six sandarbhas the the content and then shastram bhagavatam pramanam amalam prema pumartho mahan so here in this conversation lord chaitanya is trying is establishing the point that there is the panchama purushartha it's not dharma artha kama or moksha the fifth one is there and that is prema pumartho mahan that is love of god that is superior to the normal four kinds of vedic objectives and means and ittham ittham gora mahaprabhor madamidam adastatra tatradaro napara so he says that itham gora mahaprabhor matamidam this is the opinion the opinion of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu and there is no nothing superior to it so this is the position of uh, lord chaitanya and his teachings and shiva chakravarti explains this in one verse everything is concisely presented in just one verse i remember uh, i took my parents and my few other relatives uh, a few elderly people to mayapur and vrindavan a few years back so they are from south india and uh, in south india as you know there there is a prominence for rituals mm. there is a prominence for rituals you all know we had to do this puja do that do this do that and so many things are there so my parents they were understanding a philosophy a bit that time they were, they were okay they, especially my dad understood philosophy mother also understood philosophy quite a bit so they were fine but other relatives they didn't understand however they were worshiping the lord ritualistically for all their life and uh, when we reached vrindavan 
and when we went to radha damodar temple and i usually usually tell you know in for janmashtami we do so many offerings in our temple morning this many offering afternoon so many offerings i usually you know, just tell so when when i started my krishna consciousness when i started speaking about prasadam they concluded this guy has become a devotee only for prasadam <laughs> <laughs> so even after few years they asked me you know, so you became you followed this because of prasadam right you gave all the list of prasadam so that is the reason now you are a brahmachari because of prasadam <laughs> there is more than that prasadam is a reason but there are more than that so this prasadam consciousness is very strong because from the day one i call them mentally you know i am eating this i am eating other thing all these details so uh, when we reach radha damodar temple they open the curtain so it is quite different you know the south indian temples are quite different <laughs> compared to north indian temples in the huge temples and it, and everything is according to you know the time everything quite different right and offerings are completely different in a you know it's 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 not just offering everywhere everything is pretty strict and in you know, arranged and you know and offering time door is closed you cannot see the offering everyone is offering time everyone is out of the temple so if offering is going on pretty much they will ask to just get out from the temple you know certain times you know you had to go out of the temple room not just the altar temple room you had to get out so pretty strict so they opened the curtain and they saw radha damodar with and other deities with lot of offerings so the old altar was full of offerings and seeing that my aunt's heart melted <laughs> she 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 was completely transformed just seeing that and she told me now i understand <laughs> okay <laughs> she was 84 that time no probably she's 87 or 88 i don't know something like that but she was 84 she said now i understand you you were telling you know to do this offering now i understand this is really out of affection you are offering to krishna uh, there's so many items are just in front of the lord it's out of affection see understand we have seen offering only as a ritual so far now i understood what is it meant by offering actually what is meant by offering and she had some money whatever she had she gave to the pujari the whole thing so it, it was a transformation right in front of radha damodar good she standing i had to call her find out how many at least eight is happening i think she standing 16 so this is uh, this is the effect of seeing the supreme lord and it is the effect of seeing pure devotion in devotees the power of association and the lord it has a major impact and that's what we are aiming at be reflective of our own consciousness be reflective on our own intentions behind devotion service and that is very beneficial and that is very rewarding in our progressive bhakti so our journey is from being sakama to akama and that is graphically explained by the demigods and prabhupada is telling how to move from that sakama platform to akama platform to understand this nectar devotion is very helpful in the beginning of nectar devotion there is a definition of pure devotion service bhakti ruttama and we will get into the details of the verse but the uttama bhakti is defi- defined hmm? what is the beginning of the verse anya bhyatada shunyam ज्ञान कर्मादनावृतम अनुकूल्यन कृष्णानुशीलन भक्ति उत्तम नाउ 
here the question can arise who can perform uttama bhakti is it meant for those who are on the bhava platform prema platform or jaganika platform or above is for whom this uttama bhakti is presented any idea what hmm? it's for all <laughs> this is the point yoga goswami is presenting it for all not for one who has already prema bhakti it's not for them it is presented for everyone right from a neophyte of course one may have to go through the stages of you know shraddha sadha sangha primarily from the stage of bhajana kriya or if one understand what is devotion service following regulatory principles chanting 16 rounds following ekadashi doing performing other devotion service when one comes to that platform under the superior guidance guidance of the devotees a devotee on that platform is meant to practice or try to practice this uttama bhakti this is the point so officially the bhajana kriya starts at the time of initiation officially even before one can start but officially it's at the time of initiation because then one has accepted a spiritual master and one is following bhakti according to the rules and regulation so there in itself one is meant to platform uttam bhakti then there is a natural doubt that can arise in our heart because i have so many anarthas right you know so many unwanted things are there and now we have so many unwanted things in our heart then how can we practice uttam bhakti or how can we attempt to practice uttam bhakti so then the answer is the in bhajana kriya rubhagoswami and acharyas they know that there are anarthas because that reason there is anartha nivritti as the next part in the progressive stages of bhakti and so there will be unwanted things and it is accepted still one can avoid explicitly praying to the supreme lord for material benefits so that can be avoided consciously it can be avoided or if such thoughts are coming one can correct oneself so that is the point in that way one can attempt to practice uttama bhakti according to our capacity a very good example came to my mind because uh, this is a story of an amazing devotee if you think about a normal devotee but if you think further we know that it's not very normal prabhu's name is vibhu chaitanya prabhu i didn't know this prabhu but i came in about this devotee when i heard when he departed from this world this kind of many years back maybe 10 or 15 years back he departed from this world and vibhu chaitanya prabhu was a devotee in vrindavan temple at the circle of shila prabhu he is originally was from bengal he joined the temple when he was 56 years old so according to that standard everyone he was very old 56 was very very old because all the devotees were in their 20s and one person joining 56 that was something unusual then he started serving krishna balaram temple and it is mentioned prabhu he served the temple as a cook straight 17 years cooking all the offerings for krishna balaram and radha shamsundar and gorinda 17 years it is something amazing isn't it just think about it and he didn't do anything 
So this is from Prabhupada's time because that time there was shortage of pujaris and cooks. So he would go in the temple 2.30 a.m. And I was amazed because I heard about this only you know, when he departed. I didn't know about this person. He's not a famous person or anything. And just a normal devotee if you think about but not normal. 2.30 a.m. he would go to the kitchen and he would stay in the kitchen till 1 p.m. And then he starts at 3 p.m. and till 10 p.m. And he did that day in and day out for 17 years. And when Prabhupada was there, think about this, this, you know, this is not normal, this is very empowered. When Prabhupada was there, uh, one day, Srila Prabhupada uh, wanted kachoris and samosa. So he told Bhakti Jari Maharaj, who was his servant, and asked, you know, can you get kachori and samosa? He first he asked who is cooking. So it looks like Prabhupada knew who was going get it. Then uh, Bhakti Jaru Maharaj, a servant, he straight away went and uh, went to the deity kitchen. Went to the deity kitchen, Vipu Chaitanya Prabhu was cooking for the Lord. He said, Prabhupada wants some kachori and samosa. Immediately he didn't think, you know, okay, this is to offer to Krishna Balaram. <laughs> now I cannot give to Prabhupada. No, devotees are very clear, offering to Prabhupada, offering to Krishna. Straight away he put two kachoris and two samosas on a plate and gave to Bhakti Maharaj and he took it and offered to Prabhupada and Prabhupada started eating that time Tamar Krishna Maharaj and uh, uh, Bhavananda Maharaj they were very upset Prabhupada sh- shouldn't eat this he hasn't eaten for a very long time and why you are giving all this prasadam to Srila Prabhupada he has been fasting for a long time now something which is deep fried in ghee Prabhupada is an old man, how can you give? So he said, you know, Prabhupada asked, I'm giving, that's it. He gave, and Prabhupada he smashed it, it was very hot from the walk, and he smashed it and started eating, one piece by one piece. And then, uh, nothing happened, it was night, and Prabhupada slept, and he was alright, he got good sleep, and Mara says that he felt, okay, okay, you know, I felt relieved that nothing happened to Prabhupada by having this prasadam. And one day, one devotee complained about Vipu Chaitanya Prabhu that he is not chanting his 16 rounds. Okay. So Prabhupada asked, what is he doing? He said, he is cooking all the time and he is chanting all the time. So he used to chant, <laughs> he used to chant not only Mahamantra, he used to chant all Vaishnava songs, all the time. And one day Prabhupada heard Vipajajana Prabhu singing and he said, oh, so very much appreciated that devotion in his songs. So it is not about tune or you know all those things, but it's the devotion. And then Prabhupada said, uh, he doesn't dare to chant on, on the beats. Of course, it's not for us, it's for Vipu Chaitanya Prabhu. So please understand the instruction. <laughs> we are not serving the Lord all the time. <laughs> so this is the, the, the quality of Vipu Chaitanya Prabhu. So how one is being steady in service year after year. Then after 17 years, he couldn't no, no, no longer stand straight and he couldn't cook. And he was started serving Charanamrita. His service was, anyone comes, start serving Charanamrita. And then, he couldn't even do that at one point. Then he retreated himself to his room. And his room was a small room, but it was like, it is like a replica of Vrindavan. Everything is there in that room. And he just spent his last time, you know, chanting. So that is the time he was just completely immersed in chanting. It's mentioned, if anyone, uh, tries to glorify or if anyone tries to associate with him he would always glorify other services he would say your service is more important than my service 
he had this realization that prabhupad once told that everything in vrindavan is there in the four walls of the krishna bhagavan temple you don't need to go out everything is there in this boundary so he never went out of the krishna bhagavan temple in the whole lifetime that after 56 till he left this world he only once he went out of the temple he never crossed the boundary so this is dedication you know so this is the power of pure devotion even apparently service can look normal cooking but cooking for krishna and this power of dedication it is mentioned that when he left the world devotees were did kirtan 10 hours straight and when he was leaving uh, dhanurdhar maharaj and bhujan prabhu they were next to him so all advanced devotees were around him and then that's the time he left the world so you can understand the power of devotion the power of service so this is what shila prabhu was teaching us this is what shila prabhu was teaching us so it is not normal it's not just ordinary next we had to come to this very important point in this purport that is very very instructive shila prabhupada explains how to deal with difficulties because in the time of difficulties uh, the demigods are approaching the lord and requesting the lord to fix the situation the normal time it can be okay not to ask for material things or protection from the lord on the material platform but what can we do at the time of difficulties that is the challenging part and that's where our faith is tested when things are going okay it's all right we can we can say no look i am not praying to krishna to remove this obstacle or this or that i am not praying but when is in a difficult situation then what hmm? so it is said that when we are placed in fire then the reality comes out it said when the gold is placed in fire two things comes out one is the shining gold and also the black stuff which are impurities it's called shamika in sanskrit shamika both will be come in the same way in the time of difficulties the real nature will come out even in normal relation we know if somebody is stressed out then what is it will come out right if somebody is under pressure then the reality will come out or if you make some ghee out of butter have you seen you know you boil the butter and you make ghee a mother used to do that and when it is boiled you know, when they make the ghee initially it's a bad smell have you seen you know, really bad smell and you can see all the black impurities surfacing right and then after some time it become it become very pure so ghee then become very fragrant you know not exactly like you know the you know sometimes the aloe ghee when there is no fragrance but if you boil and if you make ghee so much of fragrance to real ghee so it is like that so uh, that's where this verse is presented by lord brahma in brahma's prayers in the 14th chapter of 10th canto the verse number 8 very famous verse tatteenu kampam susumikshamana this verse is quoted here this verse is quoted in nectar devotion as the guideline for us how to practice devotional service even in difficulties so despite difficulties how can we practice devotional service so that is tatteenu kampam susamikshamana bhunjana eva atmakritam vipakam so when one is going through difficulties 
this word is called in bhagavad gita and chaitanya charitamrita it's it's that everywhere so this is the guiding verse for devotees living here and we have to go through difficulties and there is no doubt about it that is this world so what is the mentality what is the consciousness first is bhunjana eva atma kritam vipakam bhunjana means one goes through bhunjana technically means enjoys bhunjana or eats but here it can also mean suffer bhunjana eva atma kritam vipakam what is the meaning of atma kritam vipakam whatever difficulties i am going through it is because of me one doesn't try to point fingers to others so that is the first thing understand okay take the responsibility it is because of me then tatteni kampam and understand this is the mercy of the lord and susamikshamana and one basically one is think that okay i will wait for the mercy of the lord and i will still still practice krishna consciousness but while tolerating the material difficulties that is hrutvak babudhir vidadhan namaste using one's own heart hrutvak words vapu one's own body vidadhan namaste one worship the lord and if one does that what happens jiveteyo mukti padesa dayabhak one becomes a rightful person to go back home back to godhead or for devotion service so i'll just read a little bit of the purport from the 10 canto Sridhar Swami explained in his commentary that just as a legitimate son has to simply remain alive to gain an inheritance from his father, one who simply remains alive in Krishna consciousness, following the regulatory principles of Bhakti Yoga, automatically becomes eligible to receive the mercy of the personality of Godhead. In other words, he will be promoted to the kingdom of God. So one has to just continue. That is the principle. just continue even there are difficulties just continue one time there is a story uh bhakti sudanda maharaj uh, many brahmachari disciples they were they had practiced krishna consciousness for uh, 12 years or more brahmachari they had like 12 years or more so they did a fair bit of service and uh, they were feeling very ashamed that they don't have any feeling for the lord so they went in front of bhakti sudanda maharaj and they didn't want to speak they were very uh, shameful and they were very reluctant to open their mouth so bhakti sudama maharaj asked him what happened why are you not speaking they said very reluctantly they told look we don't have any devotion for the lord we are not feeling anything we are just doing it but we don't have any feeling or we don't have anything so bhakti sudama maharaj simply said that you just continue that was the answer what you doing just continue everything will come so this is the same point here that one should just continue devotion service there can be difficulties there can be ups and downs but the point is just continue the word uh, samikshamana indicates that the that a devotee earnestly awaits the mercy of the supreme lord even while suffering the painful effects of previous sinful activities actually we are suffering the dealing with the anarthas it is a suffering it, it's a problem however because in his mind a devotee may still maintain remnants of his previous sinful mentality the lord removes the last vestiges of the enjoying spirit by giving his devotees punishments that may sometimes resemble sinful reactions so this is the point that we need to understand 
still we have enjoying spirit and the lord wants to remain so remove those vestiges and for that the lord is punishing the devotee and that can look like some suffering so that is a personal hand of krishna that's why this mention the lord therefore creates a particular situation to eradicate this remaining enjoying spirit this unhappiness suffered by a sincere devotee is not technically a karmic reaction it is rather the lord special mercy for inducing his devotee to completely let go of the material world and get, let go of the material world and return back to god so this is the point so this is arranged by krishna in other words a devotee who is properly performing devotional service is not within the purview of karma but krishna's hand is directly there it can be sometimes difficult but it is the direct hand of krishna and that's why one has to pray for the mercy of the lord and in our moment we can see so many devotees performing pure devotional service dedicated for so many years 30 years 40 years 50 years and still despite difficulties going strong in devotional service so that is our inspiration we can see the life of his holiness jayapataka maharaj you know if materially speaking it's impossible and had going through so much of health challenges traveling the world you know just he went to america he went to america came through middle east came to india how is it possible so this is this is actually showing that despite material difficulties advanced devotees performed devotional service and their consciousness is it's very high it's not they are not actually suffering the one who is in ignorance thinks that they are suffering but actually we are suffering they are not suffering their consciousness is with krishna so this is the highest platform and that's what prabhupada is trying to uh, explain to us in this purport any questions or any comments hare krishna i mean you mentioning about karma yes what is that uh, it's two technical terms which are used karma arpana means do the work and give the result to krishna so these two terms are uh, used in nectar devotion prabhu do you remember the chapter which chapter karmaarpanam and kaingaryam comes 1230 yeah 1230 yeah 1230 of nectar devotion so, uh, so uh, the the nectar devotion speaks like this some people say that offering the resources of varnashram is bhakti however uh, our acharyas including bhaktas danda do not accept this rather direct process of devotional service such as shravanam kirtanam that is considered bhakti in other words that is called kaingaryam or being the servant of krishna kingaram means servant so kaingaryam means performing service for the pleasure of the master so that is considered as bhakti but doing the varnashram duties okay in grahastha life i do this such and such thing okay i'm doing everything for krishna so that in itself is not bhakti in other words the emphasis is for hearing and chanting of course in our society emphasis is given for hearing chanting and doing service for krishna directly so we are in the right okay. yes we have okay first it narrow the question yeah first it that from today on 
Okay, okay, okay. I, it's a good question. Oh my God. Where did you get this question from? <laughs> so, she's telling, I have heard that to read Bhagavatam, we have to read Chaitanya Jayadamata. And to read Chaitanya Jayadamata, we have to read Srimad Bhagavatam. Am I right? So, how is it? How to resolve this contradiction? So, there is a bit more explanation required. This is a good statement. To not to read Bhagavatam, we have to read Chaitanya Jayadamata. But if you want to go deeper in Bhagavatam and to understand Srimad Bhagavatam, we need to read Chaitanya Why is it so? To know Bhagavad Gita more, we need to study Srimad Bhagavatam. Right? And if you want to understand Bhagavatam more, we have to read Chaitanya Jaradamrita. The reason is Chaitanya Jaradamrita's main Reference is Srimad Bhagavatam. In other words, philosophically, Chaitanya Charitamrita is explaining further the philosophy of Srimad Bhagavatam. So there are more than 300 verses from Bhagavatam quoted in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So the essential aspects of Srimad Bhagavatam are presented and explained in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So to go deeper in Srimad Bhagavatam, one has to study Chaitanya Then, other point, yes, of course, we had to read systematically and that's why it is mentioned that first read small books and other books, then read Bhagavad Gita in few times understand that and then one should know about Srila Prabhupada, better read Leela Amrita, then read Bhagavatam and after reading Bhagavatam we can read Chaitanya Jaitanya like that, progressive reading. And reading all Srila Prabhupada's books, then one may read Brahad Bhagavatamrita, hmm? then Laku Bhagavatamrita, Tattva Sandarbha. So we have a lot to read. Hare Krishna. Sri Avadhi 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 Krishna. Sri Pray to devotees for? Oh, suffering. Okay, yeah. Okay, the question is praying to Krishna for to alleviate a devotee's suffering. So, not our suffering, another devotee's suffering, is it pure devotion service or not? Yeah, it's a good question. Yes, we can pray for other devotees' suffering, and that is superior than praying to for our suffering, to get rid of our suffering. At the same time, uh, we always pray as even demigods hints upon that. That we always pray that, you know, please, whatever is your desire, we certainly, we, we don't want to see anyone suffering. We pray for the devotees, devotees to alleviate devotees' suffering and at the same time, also, we say that, look, if Krishna is with you, so desire. 
we always give that final right to krishna even in our prayers in other words we acknowledge krishna's independence and his desire so we say krishna is your desire yes please that reason when devotees when advanced devotees especially when they say you know we'll see you tomorrow we say yeah, see you see you tomorrow they say yeah see you tomorrow if krishna will have you heard that <laughs> when i speak to you know very senior devotee they all say no we'll see you in melbourne krishna will so they always give that final final right is for krishna it's not in our hand it's up to krishna so they want to remind us and they want to remind themselves that the final say is for krishna it is krishna's pleasure it is krishna's desire it is not me it is him okay so that's why consciously they say okay if you so desire or is krishna's will like that to remind ourselves because we can really easily get it away by our desire and we can very easily try krishna do something for me we'll always do that so that's why we had to be mindful that's why we are being reminded okay okay last question please um here you talk about uh, satam and akama devotees so we have you know we have their desires i can say uh so when we perform devotional service it can be sometimes uh so do we just continue where we are or do we actually stop service no we have to be like try to pretend to be a karma devotee and try to mm-hmm. uh, it's a good question is uh, in our devotion service we can see our material desires and so do we just continue our devotion service thinking we are a karma or acknowledge our sakama nature it is very important to accept our nature one of the arts that we have is we think that we are more advanced than what we are actually <laughs> that is part of the problem that is part of the problem so it's very good if we can accept our limitations it's very good then we can tell krishna and especially when material results are coming and which are not really good for us we know that those results are not good one can pray to krishna please don't fulfill those desires these are coming to my mind please remove them i don't want them so have a honest conversation with krishna so the artificial conversation is not going to work anyway okay thank you Grandrashana Bhagavatam ki jai Shila Parupad ki jai